Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Man, 2024, carrying yeah. that big 2024 energy. When do we stop <clears throat> celebrating that? It's Feb- February? Yeah, like February 10th. Mm. That okay. hard, hard stop right there. February right, 11th, get right out of town with that. Right. February right. 10th, it's, it's what... still appropriate. 11th, we're thinking about 2025. Yeah. We're, we're, we're looking on ahead, to man. We're looking ahead to the future. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we're on another episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And hey, I'm Alex Schmidt. I'm so happy to be here, guys. Hey, Alex. we're so happy you're here, Alex Schmidt. Happy 2024. Happy 20 Bungalore. Oh, happy goodness. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and a merry... Two ought two four to to you as well. Yes. yes, thank you so much for being on, Alex. Yeah. How you doing? What's up? What's new? I'm good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, I was just telling uh, Dave before we started taping. I got to go on a very lucky, very brief trip to Rome, Italy, because my uh, my wife had like work stuff there, and I could do a little companion kind of thing. And uh, so I got to briefly oh. see Katie Golden in Italy, and and just like see Italy for the first time ever. It was great. Oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah. They uh you see that Colosseum? Yeah. I did. It's it's like it's really interesting. The Colosseum sort of feels normal because almost every stadium ever has copied it. So but it but it's also incredible. Yeah. It's really cool. Right. It's just it's just kind of a shittier stadium, right? right like they yeah. gotta fix it up. <laughs> it yeah. just, fix it it just kind of looks like where the Steelers play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it's seated seventy thousand people. And so Damn. that's, that's pretty... just kind of it's just kind of an NFL stadium. Yeah, it's but, like a solid WrestleMania or like a early. solid pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> if they if if the WWE could book that, they would. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh they would my god! Oh, you know he's, they, you they know they he's tried. You know money, he's tried. Yeah. <laughs> he should he should promise that if they let him use it, they will execute a wrestler like for fun. You know, like as a stunt. <laughs> I don't want them to do that, but that's like the wild deal you probably have to offer. That is a, that is, yeah, oh, yeah. That is a extremely Vince McMahon thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, Vince Vince would be fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that offer's right. been on the table before. It's in here. Yeah. I'll and execute like, a great. wrestler on live television. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, it's, it's great, great to see happen. you guys, man. This, this is very good. Yeah, you as well. Good to yeah. see you too. Thank you. Do you want to at, at the start of this? You want to plug anything? You want to tell people about where they could find you, your work, what you've been up to professionally, uh, perhaps? Yeah, I, I hope people check out Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. It's a podcast I make with my co-host Katie Golden, and we're on Maximum Fun now. And um, uh, and then I've also been just making little like uh, videos for TikTok and for Reels are the two platforms. Reels is like yeah. that Instagram thing. So uh, Alex Schmitzdegram on Instagram and Alex Schmitty on TikTok. It's been fun. I didn't know Schmitzdegram. That's great. Schmitzdegram. That's pretty awesome. I thought you were saying for Reels, like for Reelsies, like. Oh, <laughs> what is like for no reals? fooling? I'm really making these videos. It's, I mean, it's that too. It's that too. <laughs> I should start saying that. That's good. It's more. It's more right. hyped up than what I usually say. Yeah. This may seem like a big gag, but I assure you, I'm making these videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Okay, check that out. Yeah. Check that out. Why don't you? You need to, um, you need to find another condiment so we can come back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> what are the, I mean, we did all of them. I think right? we did we all, did all right? of them. We probably did all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really hesitant to say this because maybe it'll make you self conscious, and I don't think people can see it. But Tom is wearing a red shirt, and Dave is wearing a yellow shirt, and it has now a ketchup and mustard <laughs> vibe in my head. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. We've often we been described as such. <laughs> uh, although i don't know why i feel like i'm the ketchup and you're the mustard i do i, I sense, am spicier Tom? i think i think so i feel spicier yeah yeah i also i also should say the episode we did about worcestershire sauce has like changed the way i eat i have it around all the time now and i do the thing uh dave i think dave gave as a tip which is you can take a little swig straight from the bottle when you're like doing other Hell cooking yeah. stuff it's really fun it's great yeah. All right. I'm so glad you do that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love it. It really it kicks that gag reflex a little bit. I love it. It makes you feel alive. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. Like it's like bracing. <laughs> yeah. It's like ah, I'm a person. It's great. Yeah. It really is. Everybody do that. Everybody yeah. drink Worcester shots. Or I'll do sometimes do like like I mean I do this for my stomach, but apple cider vinegar. Yeah. I'll do like a shot of that. That shit's Oh, great. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, 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 dang, we should thank some patrons before we talk about these trailers, right? Sure. Do people yeah. agree? Do people <laughs> agree I, think with that? <laughs> I, think, I think we should probably, uh, probably thank some. All right. Uh, we're doing all right. great. We're, will, doing, we're doing great, man. We're 2024. Doing fine. <laughs> this it's is so fine. good. Look, you guys are on the East Coast, so it's later for you. I, I just got done with work, so we're all, we're all like a little touched, but it's okay. We're okay. Yeah. Um, big old thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you. Thank you to A Bag Full of Bags. Thank you so much. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew McGuire. Thanks, so Andrew Howe is a swell guy. Thank you to Andrew McGuire. So, do you like movies? Signed, Andrew Howe. You guys... Thanks. Settle down. Calm the fuck down. Ah, thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Bob Granville. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. It's true. Thank you to Broccoli Loves the Meat Millie. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Brita who wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the ska, because he loves y'all. Thank you. Thank you to buy TikTok superstar Jason Parch's new book, Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia, out now wherever books are sold. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. And thank you to Christopher Robert Sparks. Esquire. 
Thank you. God, I love thanking people. It's like a warm up. So now I'm like energized. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Good. Yeah, it's like taking a swig of Worcestershire sauce. It is. <laughs> uh, and it's time to talk about. We covered the teaser to this, we but did, now yeah. it's time to cover the full trailer mm-hmm. for Spaceman. The full Monty. Yep. With Adam <laughs> Sandler, directed by the guy who did um, Chernobyl. fucking Chernobyl. Um, this is about a spaceman. And he's in space, and he's a man in space, and he misses home. He's on some big-ass mission, and he runs into a just a big old fucking spider uh, who's like, Hello, I'm here to help you with your loneliness or re- your relationship. And I'm going to go into your mind and junk. And that's what we know so far. Um, it's serious. It's not a comedy. I wrote that I wish, I really wish they changed nothing. And then when it was at the <laughs> end, it was just cut to black, Billy Madison too. And <laughs> I think that would really would have expanded the lore. Yeah. You know, like this is instead of the penguin. Instead of the penguin. Yeah. Now he's seeing yeah. a, a huge spider. But obviously there's a question <laughs> of like, is this in his mind or is it really an alien? Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of this? <laughs> I, I wrote in the notes, I would destroy the spaceship trying to kill that spider the instant I saw it. Like, it's just a giant spider. It is. Yeah, when I when it first comes out of the screen, first of all, it's very dark. Too dark to see it. But, but also, when I saw it, I, I thought it meant, like, a regular Earth spider was on the ship when it launched and then it like mutated a bunch from space radiation or something. But oh, it, cool. it seems like it's just a space alien who matches earth spiders and is big. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know why. <laughs> All Quite my large. questions would be about that. <laughs> yeah. All my questions would be like, so does would, that mean spiders are aliens? Right. I or would never you... stop yeah. asking him questions about the spider thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like make the alien an alien is my thought. <laughs> not a spider right not a giant fucking spider i mean i assume that means something right of course yeah i, I assume it's going to be something like your mind can't conceive of what i am so this i don't know why you yeah, picked or, that or, but... or he's really just in his head and yeah. he chose spider. you could be a popsicle that'd be way less threatening <laughs> or that would that would be funny, like, I have changed into one of the commonest animals on your planet, which I assume yeah. is beloved. And he's like, no, most of us are a little afraid of them. But this he's is like, bad. Oh, okay. like, well, well, I already I changed. I can't change again. <laughs> yeah. It takes. A, I, there's a big refractory period. Well, okay, we're yeah. stuck. All right. <laughs> You're just going to have to get used to it. Stuck as a spider for the next 12 weeks. Yeah, yeah. I either want that or him to constantly be like, I can help you with your problems. I'm just going to need a little bit of your blood. Just a little bit. I'd be waiting for that other, that shoe to drop. Yeah. Right. Hold, I would never turn my back on this thing, no matter how sleep. sweetly you'd wake you talked up to me. Yes, you'd wake up in a cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it would be your fault, because he'd be like, well, I'm, I'm a giant spider. I'm a huge spider talking to you in a, in a soothing tone. What, what did you think I was going to do? Right. Of course fucking... I'm going to eat you. It's Paul Dano. It sure I is. I assume that's a spider, yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty large cast, so I think it's a lot of flashbacks. Or it's it seems to be like probing his mind because he's having he misses his wife, and it seems like they're uh, who is played by Carrie Mulligan, and and it seems like they're having issues in their marriage or something, and he's worried about it. Uh, So it looks like the the spider is like mind melding him and like viewing his memories like a Star Trek episode. 
I, th- I think right. is what the trailer is is, is uh, right. suggesting. Do you guys get the vibe that there's more? There's much more to this. I mean, yeah. I mean, in the sense, basic sense of like, why is he even alone? Like, what is he doing? Because like right. talking about his marriage problems, it's like, yeah, if you're blasted, like if you're being launched through space into into nothingness away from Earth, yeah, you probably do have marriage problems, don't you? You have a lot of problems. Like this is. Like, yeah, this is like things weren't working right? out like, for you back home. <laughs> right. Like, why is he doing this in the first place? Is it because, is it interstellar? Is like the earth dying? What is it? What is his mission to begin with? Why is he alone? Right. Um, I just think there's, when I say there's more to this, right. like, obviously there's more to this, but I feel like there's more to it that we learn quick in the movie when we Right. Like the... F- like the fact that why is it a spider i think um i i really like this director (laughs) chernobyl is incredible um i I like adam sandler trying to be serious on uncut gems it's a good movie i'm I'm into this i'm I'm into this yeah um i'm excited for how weird this this looks oh i'm a hundred percent into it i'm also i'm just remembering i think in the trailer they say it's a european space mission too and then he has yeah. little like Czech Republic patches on his uniform. So I'm, I'm surprised he's a European astronaut, but he's a good actor. So I don't know. Could work right. Out. It, I don't I don't know why they did that. There, there's two writers and it looks like the writers haven't done much. Um, so good for them. And I wonder if like or like they, that's how they originally wrote it and conceived it. And then they're like, we have Adam Sandler. And they're like, really? I mean, <laughs> OK. Like, yeah, put him in there. <laughs> yeah, it'll get it'll get it'll get people watching it so we're not going to say no but also that's nothing like what we planned <laughs> yeah but, it would be so easy to make him american or canadian i don't know why but oh yeah. well yeah <laughs> who can say he's in um, space it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean i like yeah, chernobyl. The future. I, <laughs> chernobyl was also very much the writer but yeah he still did a good job but the direct the directing did... is pretty solid in it yeah, he did uh, some of David Bowie's last music videos too, which were well oh, done. Like this is a good director. It's a good director. So, I don't know. Um, I'm down. I'm down for whatever this goofy fucking movie is. Yeah, where the, weird ass whatever this thing. goddamn spider is up to. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on this? No. Yeah, I, I agree. No. Could be good. Here's what I'll say, Tom. <laughs> I actually, when I watched this trailer. I bumped something from our schedule and put this on our schedule instead for we just watched. Oh, sweet. And I, is that fair? Yeah. I, I guess that. I should have asked you. I think that's yeah, fair. Cause this, yeah. Okay. Um, cause I was like, well, shit, this looks like we're going to want to talk about it. Um, and for some reason, yeah, it's uh, like Netflix releases. Don't like go on my radar for releases as much. Um, because they tend Nor to should they, cause they're quietly, usually, yeah, they're really quiet about their releases. Um, Speaking of Netflix, this next one is also Netflix, and I am super curious about it. It's Orion and the Dark. It's a. It feels like a like a like a DreamWorks trying to do a Pixar. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. It has that, that anim like that DreamWorks animation, and it's doing that Pixar thing where it's about how like the knight is a character, and then all the it's like Inside Out, right? Like the concept falling asleep is its own little character and, and insomnia is its own little character. And then the daytime, apparently nighttime hates the daytime because the daytime is bragging. The, the thing that's relevant here is that it's direct. It's written by Charlie Kaufman. 
but <laughs> everything else that is unexpected it's unexpected because everything else is what you'd expect meaning yeah. that it is the director of like you know like <clears throat> like they worked on trolls and the angry birds movie like it's your standard <laughs> kids movie it is co-written by two other writers wow. who also have done your standards, like who did like what, again one of the fucking trolls movies. So it's like, it's like this fairly middle of the road, like yeah, it's a it's a you know it's a it's apparently based off a book, if that helps. Um, but it's <laughs> cool. It's okay. like your if you got a thing for books, you got a thing for books. <laughs> no, I, I mean do. if it helps wrap your head around this. Like I just don't know why Charlie Kaufman's involved. You know what I mean? Right. I don't How know did what he get doing in this? <laughs> Who let him in? Right. Like I feel like w- yeah. what if- <laughs> it, it feels like the same thing with the Adam Sandler thing before. It's like, well, we got Charlie Kaufman. Really? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> None of this. This trailer doesn't advertise that Charlie Kaufman co-wrote no. it. Yeah. So that's why I wonder if Charlie Kaufman like made a script based off the book. And then it got passed off to Netflix, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna change a bunch of shit, but thanks." Um, right. Or, or, or he way. was brought in, f- yeah, or he was brought in for rewrites or something, and he just needed the work, or yeah, or he just like quietly was got involved, and uh, or this movie's gonna be fucking nuts. Uh, Werner Herzog is the narrator. Hell yeah! So, yeah. Okay. If I anybody mean, knows how to respect the dark, it's yes. him. It is Sorry. about how the dark, how darkness is great. Is that the idea? It's what well, it seems to be, like you said, Inside Out, like how it's necessary. Right. Yeah. Inside Out was my first and overwhelming thought. It's it's Inside Out, but for sleep, <laughs> which is which is yeah. like a pretty good idea. It would be a better idea if Inside Out didn't exist already and yes. be really prominent in my head. But like it's it's a good idea otherwise. Yeah. Right. So that's my thoughts are either. Either it is something that just Charlie Kaufman was involved in, but it's been just watered down as like, we're just going to be a kid's movie. We're playing off the things. Or this is as good as the trailer could be to explain something that's probably like really fucked up and weird. Like that's my hope, (laughs) right? That this is like weird and meta and like, and loses its mind. And that this is the trailer that they could cobble together uh, based off some madness that Charlie Kaufman, I mean, for people who might not know who Charlie Kaufman is? Do, does that need to be explained? He he's the he he wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He wrote mm. Being John Malkovich. He wrote Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. He he wrote and directed. I'm thinking of ending things. He is not. He's not known right. for making like normal things. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. I guess like if I had to pick someone to take a Pixar-y script and make it some way different. That's a pretty good person to pick if that if that's the order that the progression went in. Like, I don't know. It right. could work out. Yeah. I mean, this this could be very good. It's just the trailer. It's I, I guess my biggest note is, like, say it's written by Charlie Kaufman. Because right now that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's kind of the only unique thing going on for this film from where I'm sitting. Otherwise, it just looks like, oh, they're doing Inside Out. But... I would argue not as not as well. I mean, again, I haven't read the book or anything, but mm-hmm. what where if, it's like, what if what if nighttime is a person? I'm like, okay, man. What if it was called Eternal Moonshine? Just think of that. <laughs> Eternal Moonshine. 
Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> a joke um, for no children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except for one weird child. One right. real weird child. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone who's read the book knows what's going on here. If this is going to be, you know, unique. I, I don't I don't know, man. Did anybody have any other thoughts? Should we talk about The Gentleman? Yeah, let's talk about The Gentleman. Guy yeah. Ritchie's The Gentleman, but it's a TV show. Which yeah, is... starring the dude from season two of The White Lotus. Oh, okay. That's who huh. it's... Yeah, I know. This looks fun. This looks fun. Yeah, you, the very, very last thing is the reveal that Ray Winstone is in right. it. So that's great. <laughs> right. That's it's a really like a, good sign. It's like a surprise yeah. reveal at the very end. It's like Ray Winstone turns around. We're like, oh, shit. Right. He's like Thanos. <laughs> like, it's they're really <laughs> yeah. teasing him. It, according to IMDb, he's only in one episode. I don't know how accurate that is. Oh. Um, Vinny Jones mm. is also there. Thank you for but, checking into that. Yeah, because yeah. I feel betrayed if he's using, not in yeah, at least a lot them. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like they're gathering Britain's toughest dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is based, is this based off the goddamn movie? Yeah. I can yeah. only assume it is. All right, it's just a weird movie to adapt. I'm not saying you can't. Just that we we just covered the Sexy Beast TV series as well. That's true. Where yeah. it's like, what is happening? Yeah, what are we doing is, here? Is Ray Winstone in that? He better be. I don't know. In the sexy beast show, man, I hope so. He was in the movie, right? He was in the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, it's a prequel, so he's probably not in that. But I do love that. Yeah, Ray Winstone (laughs) stuff. We're like, this is what the kids want. We need like the Winstone verse. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. I I, I don't. You know, I, I. It's. It looks fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I liked uh, Alex. Did you see the gentleman the 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 movie? Is that? <laughs> it's gonna sound weird. Is that with uh, like Charlie Hunnam and Hugh Grant and um, yeah, and, yeah, and Michelle Dockery, okay. Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey and, so yeah, I, Michelle Dockery, yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, so I saw it and didn't remember it very well. I had to check my own head if I saw it or not. <laughs> it was. I remember thinking it was like fine. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch it again, it's but it, it's. It's very like your standard issue guy, Richie. Was that made for Netflix? No, uh, that came out in I theaters. I, I think I saw it on Netflix, but yeah, yeah. I think it was okay. also mildly racist. <laughs> I seem to remember. I don't remember. I um, guess, but what, anyway. Yeah. What I'm getting to is like, the, I feel like there's this thing with filmmakers now um, and Netflix, but not just Netflix, where they like, this is a show where Guy Ritchie is just like, yeah, let's see what happens. Meaning that like, yeah. Maybe this will last for a bunch of seasons. Maybe it'll be like House of Cards, you know, where wasn't that? Is that Fincher? Yeah, he yeah. produced it at least. A, yeah, oh, yeah and he directed a few episodes, I think. Yeah, where they like they put their name attached to it, and then they see where it goes because like he hasn't like I just looked it up. He's only he only directs like a couple episodes of this, and so it's like it's more than I expected, honestly. Yeah, hmm. so it's just that it's the wind up thing where they wind it up, let it go, and see like if it's gonna be a thing or not and if it's not a thing so be it if it is a thing maybe they'll give it more attention that's my guess i don't know maybe that's cynical maybe that's too cynical of me to say no, I, I think you're right and and this is one of the better ways of doing that at all just like the broad umbrella of guy Ritchie stuff 
yeah, is a pretty right. good premise for a TV show. Like, great. yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't, sure. I don't think that's particularly cynical either. Like, that's kind no, of that's not. kind of every TV show. It's like, well, here's a premise that could go on. Let's see if it works. You're right. It's more <laughs> realistic because, like, this looks yeah. good. I might forget about it completely until I hear it gets canceled. You know what I mean? And that's not that's not a problem with the show. It's a problem with streaming and how many goddamn things exist. Yeah, and just my brain and how tired yeah. I am most of the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new show. Uh, it's like a okay. Yeah, you have to watch it. Have to meet a whole new group of people. <laughs> Right. And they get invested their in their make-believe lives. It's I just met win, all the like... previous gentlemen. Come yeah. on. <laughs> all Tell new gentlemen? gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> At least have the decency to call it more gentlemen. <laughs> uh, um, you guys want to talk about this next one? A yeah. Bloody Lucky Day? Yeah. I don't remember why I threw this on there, but it looks good. I'm into it. It looks kind of like collateral. It, it, yeah, it's like wacky collateral. Oh, it's collateral. That movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Remember that one? It's a Michael Mann film. Yeah, and like Tom Cruise has the blonde hair of like the, it's, the, it's great. the captain it's like, of a high school swim team, kind of. But also, it's a, yeah, it's the <laughs> salt killer. and pepper. Yeah, it's his murder hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is um this is a series holy shit this it's a is a series? series sorry i just i literally just clicked on it to see and it is a fucking series oh. on amazon all right really that, or like not on amazon idea. paramount yeah i'm I'm actually now like nervous about it mm-hmm. so it's a, it's like a real happy-go-lucky taxi driver who's kind of a delight and then he picks up a fucking serial killer and the the tone of the trailer starts as like downright silly and then ends with just like blood. Right, he's like blood seeing and... pigs in the cloud and stuff. He's like, "Oh, it must be a sign. This is my lucky day." Right. <laughs> I do love how like it starts out so wacky, like it's going to be almost like a Farrelly Brothers movie. Um yes. and then it becomes collateral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a very weird turn in within the trailer. Just the trailer alone. Look it up. It's the it has like a plot hole in, or a plot twist in the trailer, practically. Um, yeah, that's part of why I thought it was a movie. It just seems like a perfectly movie-sized idea, like a great two yes. hours. Yeah. How do you make a series of this? I don't know. That's going to be tough. I yeah. also love the translation because this is not an American show. The translation in like the they don't say like it like one of the th- titles just says a serial killer is in my taxi. And it was like, are you telling me this trailer? Like, are you making an appeal directly? Like, it's all framed in the first person, the text. Um, and I don't know why they're doing that. But mm. it's it's, it's kind of delightful. It's because it's your lucky day. You got lucky. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, what is this? Is this it just going to be you, friend? <laughs> is it going to be just him constantly driving around this? Or is it like a miniseries? I could see this being a miniseries. A miniseries, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess other passengers could get picked up, like that shared ride kind of deal yeah. that Uber does. Yeah, and also like sometimes yeah. series these days are like fucking six, eight episodes, you know. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it might just be the equivalent of a very long movie that's yeah, just broken yeah. up. I don't know. 
Yeah, there's plenty of stops. In in, in, in Collateral, Tom Cruise makes Jamie Foxx stop a few times so he can get into he shootouts does. and cool action scenes. Yeah, and like stop and bleach his hair again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They should have given this guy collateral hair. Yeah. Just <laughs> slick back white hair like a Final Fantasy character. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's <was> like... <laughs> oh, man. This, yeah, I mean, this looks good, though. I am now kind of worried that it's a series. Yeah. So I was like, I would sit down. I'd watch two hours of this, but will I watch I am, like eight I am hours genuinely less excited that learning it's a series, but... Um, we were just explaining why too. We yeah. were literally explaining why this is a, why this is a, because uh, we're we're lazy. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> yep, really yeah. is. It really is. Like, is it different? Like, and you're t- like, I I feel like in my twenties I watched more things. So, is I it did. as simple as so, that? Yeah. Is it just that where we don't have time for things? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happened to us. <laughs> I Folks, think I, you know I, what think I just got right in, in like a really fixed mindset that this idea would be an exciting movie and I'm like not letting it go. I, I, I really yeah. just think this idea seems collateral sized. I wasn't even thinking of collateral. It's just like, yeah, you do that and then it's the story's complete. You know? I think what it is is that it's a more interesting story when you accept the idea that it's a fleeting thing where it's like this can't yeah. sustain itself. Like this dynamic of a cab driver with a serial killer is like that's like a rampage size event. Right. That's not a series right. of things. Then it gets sillier when you're like, well, how does this keep happening then? You know, like it's um, <laughs> it, it it's sort of like yeah. how Christopher Nolan handled Two Face, which is like, yeah, this guy's good for maybe a couple hours, <laughs> with like half of his face burnt. He's not gonna last more than a day doing this. Uh, and yeah. he's right. That's a fleeting concept. Whereas, like in the series, in the animated series, it's a little more cartoonish. Where it's like someone needs to fucking give that guy something for his face, but <laughs> no one is really to put that man in the hospital. Yeah, he really that, needs that to is, be there. I I don't know how this man's alive. His face looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, I I never thought of Two Face that way. That's so true. Yeah, How does he that's function the, for more than like a minute? Yeah, exactly. That's why Gritty <laughs> Two Face was a guy who lasted maybe half a day. Yeah, <laughs> like who just does a rampage he, he through painkillers. On a very just... specific rampage. Right. They could have ended it with him not getting killed, but right, him, like standing for dead a second. In the street. Yeah. From the intense <laughs> the trauma before, to his face, screaming and going, "Oh my god, my face!" <laughs> as the painkillers yeah. wear off. It's like. I think it. I think it's like in in the eighties SNL. They was they did a recurring sketch called Massive Head Wound Harry, where it was yes. just a guy like the prem the premise of the very brief comedy sketch is that a guy tries to go to parties and stuff and he has a massive head wound and it's bad. Right, and it's a big problem. <laughs> also, for the nerds listening, I know he refused painkillers. That's part of it, mm-hmm. which oh, makes yeah. it even which weirder. Which makes it even more out he of his fucking mind. Spend the whole right. time just screaming. Like, oh my how god, is my he face. Moving? <laughs> Just pure yeah. rage. Yeah. Right. And how is he focused on like vendettas and complicated plans and like and then step seven of my plan is it like no your half your head is like Yeah. <laughs> You're going to lie down and never get back up at I, some yeah, point. Soon. I do love what <laughs> sorry, this is becoming like a Dark Knight podcast for a for a minute, but <laughs> I do love like that was like 
Joker's like big end game was I'm gonna burn the shit I'm gonna burn this guy's face and he's gonna go ape shit. <laughs> I'm gonna set his head on fire. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> and he's gonna freak the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. In a way Good I point. predict. Yes. In a way I will predict precisely. I'm a chess master. <laughs> yes. He really called that shot. Yeah. He's gonna be a surprise he's gonna be a big problem for a surprising number of people. <laughs> Freaking two face. Uh, um, all right, this is a this is a biggie. I think this is a biggie for me. Yeah. This next trailer, Abigail. Um, this is from the directors of Ready or Not, who then went on to do the Screams, who you know very famously are no longer associated with the Screams. I believe, yeah. uh, nor is anybody. Right. So the Scream Seven is going to star nobody. Um, it's just going to be. Wait, what? It's going to be. I, I haven't seen any of them. I don't understand. Scream. That. The new. They needed to stop. They needed to stop a while ago. But the new Scream. Apparently, they they let go their main actress. They didn't offer Nev Campbell enough money to come back. They basically like just shunned everybody one after another who was like oh. carrying that. Weird. And so, and then the directors sort of left. And so, like, it's just going to be Ghostface sitting around looking for people to stab. Yeah. Um, Stabbing his they're, ball. They're, they're in trouble with that. Um, he'll, be, he'll be alone on a spaceship until he hallucinates a big spider. And yeah. Talks to yeah, it. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> we'll finally get Scream in space. Do you like scary movies. <laughs> but this, uh, this is those directors. They directed Ready or Not, which is a, a blast. Yeah, um, I, I really like that one. This is Abigail. This is a group of criminals that includes kevin durant and dan stevens i believe is there mm -hmm. uh and gus from breaking bad kevin, yep. kevin durant what not the basketball durant. player durant the actor durant. from 310 to you that would i was like great, how though. did i miss kevin durant in this trailer yeah and Catherine newton who's in a bunch of shit yeah um and oh, yeah, yeah. uh basically they kidnap a little girl and then they find out that the little girl is a vampire, and the vampire's picking them off one by one. Um, Seems cool. And she's yeah. a ballerina. Yeah, I. Considering the directors, and I don't know who wrote this, it's a different writer, but considering the people behind it, there's a very good chance this will be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah no, I'm good. I'm into this. It's the writer of Ready or Not as well, um, and The Hole in the Ground. Um, so it's good writers. My, uh, I think, do you guys agree with my one note here? My one issue is that it feels like ever since Malignant, um, horror movies, there's been like a, a genre of horror movies that are just trying to be a meme. They, they just really want to get memes. Yeah. The th yeah. Malignant uh, wasn't marketed on the meme though. Exactly. So, so it sort of like started with like, well, it didn't really start with it, but the I'm thinking like Megan, where it, it showed the TikTok dancing in the trailer, which kind of spoiled Megan, it in the movie. Right. Megan's the big one that made me think mm -hmm. of this, yeah. which is Megan, this one, they have her dance as well in this. And they have like three times a character goes like, oh my God, she's a vampire ballerina. Isn't that random? Like they, they keep saying it in the trailer, it feels like, that they want us to be be so impressed with that. And, and like, if it weren't these people making it, I would be very, uh, I, that would turn me off of this. Like that, them, them kind of pushing that at me, like, isn't this fun? Don't you love this? Makes me want to be like, okay, never mind. I'm not watching this. Um, you're, you're way too desperate. 
But I like the people who made this, so I'm 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 sort of saying blaming that on the marketing more than anything, you know. Um, yeah, but I think I, that, like I do like the idea of doing like the ransom of Red Chief, except instead of just being a pain in the ass, it's a vampire. Yeah, that's a it's fun a, idea. It's a, it's a fun idea. I feel like there are there are variations of this idea we've seen before, but I do like this, um, and I, this does look fun and charming. I just wish the marketing, because I think that that thing of like that memification of horror happens to good movies too. That's the thing. It happened to like Barbarian, like, and that's a good movie. So it doesn't speak to the quality of the film Mm -hmm. so much as a marketing tactic that I really hope they fucking veer away from soon because it's, it's, Mm -hmm. I find it to be a big turnoff. Yeah. Um, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm also too scared to see most horror movies, but I still feel like I've seen memes like the one, um, the Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues thing. <laughs> the snowman. <laughs> For the snowman? Yeah. Yeah, that was a different type of memification where that movie was a disaster. <laughs> and then everybody kind of made fun of it. Uh, I got to um, watch that movie again. Man, we should. <laughs> we should yeah. watch that again, Dave. But that was their marketing. And I'm sure they embraced it when that became a meme. Um, but that movie is, yeah. That movie is, that movie is made by a really good director. Um, oh. it's the director of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and they just oh. fucked it up so bad that like they, they didn't shoot a percentage of it like they like they didn't <laughs> shoot some of the script like that movie cool. was a disaster um, yeah don't shoot all the script that's so much work yeah. no, just, you can throw a lot of those pages out yeah. yeah you don't need them you don't need all of them you don't need all those pages way too many pages way too yeah, many yeah, words yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, put your feet up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this I don't know. This looks good. It's it's uh it looks fun. Yeah. Um let's talk about the main event here. For sure. Um Air Force Down. Oh man. This movie is it looks the main event. <laughs> this movie looks so cheap, but it also looks awesome in like the way that the Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning is awesome. Yeah, so first of all, the original title, I get, wait, or did I just write it down wrong? It's think, Air Force One Down. Yeah, Air Force One Down. Saw. Air yeah. Force yeah. One Down. Um, yeah. And it looks like it uses the sets from Air Force One, the movie, although I don't think those sets are there anymore. I, I'm very impressed by this movie's ability to have enough budget to realistically uh, create a, a fancy plane. <laughs> like, I did not, I did not. <laughs> think that that would be the case it doesn't look great to be clear <laughs> no, i mean this movie looks it looks cheap as hell but like yeah it all like they are flat out beating the shit out of each other in the trailer and like hitting dudes in the head with hammers and stuff it looks pretty bitchin yeah that it's a it's a stunt uh choreographer directing it yeah that makes so sense. yes it's very much like you said day of reckoning um, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Right, where a movie is that has no business being awesome is somehow awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's probably cool. just a vehicle for stunts and this woman um, who plays the secret agent. It's If people are wondering what this is, it's I think from the title Air Force One Down, you can probably guess what it is, right? right. I, w- I was like so flabbergasted that you can do this. Like you can just 
barely change the title of a huge other movie and oh, yeah. do kind of the same story, right? Like, I, well, like I, I felt like somebody was like doing a reenactment of Air Force One. What's funny the is they usually do it. They usually do it when the movie just came out. Right. It's, that's it's the whole. Really that's the whole point. To be doing it's this like do twenty-seven years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which to me says that they have integrity. They wait. That's true. They waited. They're like we they, don't want. They waited yeah. a generation. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, it's like yeah, like like what else is from that era? Like. It's like if you make like Jurassic Park Anzu is your movie and it's mostly the story of from Jurassic Park but you yeah. just picked some new actors and didn't spend as much money like that's yeah. what this looks like it's crazy that you could do that but I guess you can <laughs> it, also has, it. <laughs> it also has Anthony Michael Hall in it it does as a grizzled old <laughs> secret service agent yeah so oh that's who that was yeah yeah wow that's who that was yeah, so okay. this is this has got everything. It's really incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I really can't wait to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, everybody watch Air Force One Down. It is. I don't know how much this costs. Maybe a million dollars. Um, Dude, I mean, it's this is a this is a we're gonna watch this on a movie night for sure. Yeah, like oh, there's yeah. no there's no doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, it's Air Force One. If the plane crashed. Yeah. See, that's the twist. And because there was down. and there was way more down. karate and less of and Harrison karate. Ford's off-balance punching. Yeah. Which still God, looks like it hurts, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it is so great <laughs> if you showed up in this. But for different reasons. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh. Harrison Ford is very averse to like karate, isn't he? He nah, never he does. Just, he's, he's not, not a lifting his guy. leg up off the ground, Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. No. He like can't be bothered. It's no. great. I love it. Take a load <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, so this is this is from the writer of a um, couple of things I need to highlight. One, V for Vengeance, made in 2022, which is clearly Wait, v, v for Vendetta. Vendetta. <laughs> I see what's going on here. But again, okay. way, way too late. Why are they waiting um, so long? I don't know. Also, the writer of Baby Geniuses, the actual, the 1999 one, they wrote The Karate Dog, and then they wrote kind of my holy grail of movies. I, I, this has been on my I radar think I've for seen a while. The karate. Is that the one with Chevy Chase's voice in it? Maybe. This, this one has been in my radar for a while, and I still have to see it. It's a movie called Orphan Horse. <laughs> Dave, we must. No. Yeah. We mu- it has John Voight. Orphan Horse 2018's Orphan Horse starring John Voight. We simply must. Yeah, how can we not? How can how have I not watched this? Yet? I don't know. Orphan you're really horse. Letting, you're letting yourself Orphan, down. Two words, Alex. Orphan Horse. Orphan Horse. What a- Here's the thing. <laughs> I think based off the 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 premise, which mm. is a runaway girl hides out in a barn of a retired horse trainer and forms a uh, bond with the horse is that it's not an or it's not an orphan horse it's two 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 things orphan horse <laughs> like, like orphan checklist. comma horse yeah. wow yeah it's got an orphan and a horse <laughs> and it's called orphan horse it's got a barn it's got john voigt's face yeah orphan horse Dave, man, so, there's a child that lives inside of us all, and you're really letting 
that that little guy in your heart down by having not watched <laughs> Orphan Horse yet. Well, I'm waiting for this other film, um, <laughs> Air Force One Down. We should watch Air Force One Down and Orphan Horse back We should. Back. We should. That'll heal the wounds of this country. <laughs> you know, J-Lo has a trailer out for a movie. I did not put it on this list. There wasn't enough room. There wasn't enough room with Air Force no. One Down. Air Force One Down. I think we and made frankly, the right choice. Orphan Horse should have been on this, even though it's already out. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, I'm I'm googling orphan horse real quick. Mm-hmm. Watch, it's I want to make sure it's available. Oh, it's available. Good, good. I'm so glad, Dave. Yeah, I'm glad you have um, that security, <laughs> that comfort. Right. Yeah. This next year, I also didn't need to be on this list, but we all know why. And yet here it is. A- Adam the first, starring starring featuring David Duchovny with prison tats, and he's doing a voice. Mm, He's living in the woods and doing a voice. This is about a 14-year-old boy who travels across the country. Okay, it's a reverse um, Broken Flowers. Is that what it's called? Broken Flowers? Yeah. Yeah, where he's looking for his kids. It's a reverse Broken Flowers. It's a kid going around the country to look, meeting a series of men who could be his father after finding a list of names. So it's it's an exact... Yeah. Um, But... This is all to say in the trailer features David Duchovny playing a dirtbag with like, like again, prison tats. And like you said, he's doing like a, a real a voice. voice. <laughs> a vague outdoor voice. <laughs> I love that he's back out there doing stuff. Hell yeah. He's got a beard. Mm. He was in the yeah. new Pet Cemetery, also doing a voice. I watched, a, I was on a plane. I rewatched Zoolander for the first time in a long, 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 long time. And I forgot <laughs> David Duchovny has a funny, brief role in it. He does. He's great. He does. He's very really funny good. in it. <laughs> yeah. He's perfect for that role. It's <laughs> a retired <laughs> hand model. And like his reaction when Zoolander <laughs> asks again, what's going on? And he says, I, I just told you, man. Uh, yeah, so good. Really well done. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen good Meg Ryan directed a movie with him in it recently yeah yeah what comes next or what happens next i forget what happens later what happens later that's what's that's what's and it's a romantic comedy between her and david duchovny i love this i love that david duchovny is just back at it all of a sudden yeah that's great doing the most random fucking movies you could possibly imagine in the past (laughs) year he did a meg ryan romantic comedy a pet cemetery prequel and adam the first (laughs) whatever whatever you want to call this yeah, it's a confusing thing. Adam the First is a confusing title, I think, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Yeah. It could be good, but I'm not sure. So he's also doing a thriller called Unearthed with him and Peter Stormare about scientists in the Siberian tundra uh who unearth uh some sort of monster. Oh hell yeah. I hope he does a yeah. I hope he does a Russian voice. God, oh God, yes. <laughs> this is it's it's an Italian film. <laughs> Shit, <happening>? yeah. Oh, <laughs> they should do Italian voices. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this I is great. This. this is all great news. I'm so happy that I, David Duchovny is out there. What do you guys think of Adam the First? I don't even care about this movie. No, it looks fairly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Fairly, like something I've seen a lot before. Yeah. Nothing against it. No. I do. I just. I legitimately think the trailer played up the Duchovny part. 
he's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, it do, it feels like he dies in the first ten minutes. Yeah, well, or like, it's, it feels it's like he's like killed by the cops. Oh, it something. does seem like they're killed by the cops. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. stark way to to open the trailer. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it it feels like they had him. They had him, and they, yeah, they're gonna use him. They're gonna use Tukovny, and they got. I mean, it worked. Look at them on our podcast. And they, they, they're the only reason we're talking about it is because they got Big D up there. That's right. Up in there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, he brought a trailer. beard with him. He did. From brought it from home. Yeah, he did. I'm going to this myself. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. Because <laughs> yep, I'm not sure. He drew all it. the tattoos on himself. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this wasn't the character at all, but all right. We'll go with it. <laughs> Um, this final trailer is for something that was on, I covered on movies that deserve more hype. It's honestly, the title is a guess because they, I mean, everybody seems to uh, say that this is what it's for, but the trailers don't actually give a title. Uh, long legs, the second teaser, this is, um, for people who didn't listen last week or the week before, Mm -hmm. this is directed by Oz Perkins, who is an actor but is also famously director of uh, Gretel and Hansel and The Black Coat's Daughter and one other thing. Um, I'm the pretty thing that something, something, something. Lives in the house, I think. Lives in the house. He, I, I really like this director. Um, yeah, Gretel and Hansel is, a, is pretty striking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's very grim. But this looks like Silence of the Lambs-esque, where it's about a FBI agent played by um, Micah Monroe chasing a serial killer played by Nicolas Cage and by all accounts he is full on Nicolas oh. Caging it. So <laughs> this trailer is so bizarre and uh indecipherable. It's the just last it's just a was, series of unsettling images. Yeah, the last trailer was just two still images. Um and mm. I just need to give props to just these trailers because it, uh, really spooky. I like this so much better than a lot of trailers. Yeah. yeah, it's pure vibes. It's just throwing out vibes. Like I think the name, the title of the video on YouTube is like "Say Your Prayers" or something. Remember, remember to say your prayers. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah, woo. Yeah, it's it, it really creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, uh, Alex, you're not a big horror fan, so yeah. I'm guessing but I, I you're not going to see this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I respect <laughs> what they're doing. It seems good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it it really seems. I don't know. I, it, it's been a while since horror. Like it's weird that. I, I, I sort of get it because if every horror movie did this, it would get annoying, you know? Yeah. After a while, I'd be like, just tell me the titles of your movies. I'm getting I them mixed up. every car but, commercial did this in like the 80s and early yeah. 90s where they would hide the car. It's like, show yeah, me the car. Like, yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> buy the car, right? That's the point. Um, but <laughs> this is cool. Um, I wish more. I wish more trailers were creative. I'll say it that way. Um, yeah. Not necessarily all doing this. But like finding interesting ways to sell your movie. And this looks I'm I'm getting more and more hyped about this fucking movie. Which yeah. for all I know is fine. It's not right. it's amazing. a bit it's it's just an it, it's got a bit of like an ARG vibe to it, like all the viral marketing they did for Dark Knight and uh, some yeah. other of Nolan's movies and Yeah. Yeah. Donnie like Darko. Blair Witch. Donnie Darko, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say Blair Witch, um Yeah, which I don't know, it's good. Everybody check out these trailers. They're they're pretty fun. Pretty freaky, yeah. There's just yeah. 
Just a fucking nun. Yeah, just some weird nun being weird. Yeah. Being freaky. Yeah. Get out of here. And Don't need that. It ended with like a cipher or something. I really yeah, found the cipher yeah. spooky. I forgot how, how creepy that is. Yeah. I'm sure someone has figured out the cipher. Oh, it would probably. be hilarious if this is for the Nun 3 instead of. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's a Cloverfield yeah. movie somehow. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> we're back, baby. You didn't want us. No one asked for us, but we're back. <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Nun. You know? Ooh. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> Yeah, ten uh, nuns. Oof, that's real spooky. Yeah, I know. all fighting each other. All Same in outfit, lane. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> um, I think that's it for trailers, right? Yeah, yeah. We gotta thank some more producers. Let's Big do old it. thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Davy, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. They get Deborah's awesome. Barbara's great, and cancer can go to hell. Thank, Thank you. you. They get a Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Driftless and his elephant army demand you watch Lair of the White Worm. Thank you. They get an ET, the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. They get an Ed Nog. Thank you so much. They do exploding rooms. Thank you. They get a funky G. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Happy Holidays from the ghost of Dave Andrew Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Hams. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Issue 3 is out now. Gorge yourself on our fiction. Gorge. Yes. Thank you to Jay the Crow Baron says, Build a guillotine in Rich People's Yard 2024. Yes. Mm, Bringing that 2024 energy. Mm. Thank you to Chris Shanovich. Thank you. Thank you to Lieutenant Frank Drebin, Police Squad. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Look Mime on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Mabel. Step on me. Step, Step on me. On me. <laughs> Thank you to McCun- Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Mackenzie. Fuck shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Let's talk news stories. Uh, not much, so we might as well talk about this fucking George Carlin AI special. Yeah. Um, Real sick of all this garbage. His daughter... Uh, uh, obviously was like no yeah <laughs> no none of this um i just want to point out how this like i didn't watch it obviously i haven't even clicked on it but from what i can tell it doesn't even seem to be ai like i can't is it is it that the visuals are ai because i don't think it was written by ai oh um, weird i don't know what about it's like a AI. deep fake you mean I just I don't know what about it's AI because as they say it is someone doing a Carlin impression. Um, they they very specifically say no no they are no, no, okay. They're generating so the his voice, voice is yeah. calling. They're okay, the voice, voice is saying it's an impression the same way. But there's like comedians behind it, right? They're like Will well, it's, Sasso. It's, yeah, it's a YouTube channel, um, and yeah, Will Will Sasso is associated with it somehow. Okay, so it, I think it's just and maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was just an like it was written by humans and it's just an AI doing the voice. I'm not certain. I, I'm not going to watch it. This sounds terrible. Yeah, all, all this stuff is like radioactive and heinous to me. I, 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 like, stop it. I, I don't I'm just, understand. I'm just not going to click on any, on any of it to even give it like a second of appearance that people want this like no i don't yeah i don't understand why because it seems like every demonstration of ai seems to be a demonstration of like against ai 
There's even been like there was someone did the AI South Park cartoon. Did anybody watch that? Yes, yeah. And I oh. like Cody was floating to me that there was a like a Twitter theory that it was actually made by as a parody. Like people were actually uh, oh. making fun of AI. But it's so hard to tell. Right. I heard that it might have been actually made by Matt and Dre. That would be amazing. Okay. Um, I mean, that's just it, an internet rumor. Who the fuck knows? Right. Because it's it's hard to tell because everything is like this. Um, and it's there's like this disconnect. Like, are you guys on the TikToks? Yes. I yeah. am not. On TikToks, every now and then I'll get a TikTok that says, try to guess which picture is AI generated and what's real. And they, they, they present it like a challenge. Yeah. But it's data mining. They're perfecting this software. Well, it's, it's data mining, <laughs> but also um, you don't, you don't like give them input. They just show you slides and go like, oh, it was this one. You know, they'll show you two and then they'll give you the right one. It has never been hard, is my point. <laughs> it has never once been hard to figure out the difference. But the people making it seem to think that it's hard. You know what I mean? Where they're like, bet you can't figure it out. And I have been... I know I'm self-reporting here, but I have I have aced every single one where they go, which one's nice. AI? It's like, well, that one, the one that That's is good. clearly AI. Right, yeah, the one my that was obviously that, generated. Yeah, my point being that I don't know what's going on where some people just look at AI and go, yeah, that looks great. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know what's going on with those people because the rest of civilization is like, this looks very bad because what? it does. Yeah, I think like, there's some ways AI can be good or could be good, and even I hadn't heard of that South Park thing, but I'm I'm probably the most okay with that because even though Matt and Trey like drive that show, it is made by a group of people, and and also it's animated and like mm-hmm. like that show could live on beyond them in the normal way beyond AI, you know. So so the the one I'm the most repelled by is t- saying like this one dead person. Yes. We're going to make more of them. My, yeah, like, that's, he came back from the dead to do a comedy my, special. That's right. vile. Yeah, like it's pretty stop. gross. <laughs> yeah, that's my pretty fucking gross. Right, especially like they say, like, oh, this. Think of it like an impression, and they compare it to Will Ferrell doing President George W. Bush, and it's like that's a very, very different. It, yeah. Right, it's almost like they're demonstrating that they don't understand comedy, mm-hmm. right? Because. Yeah. Will Ferrell didn't impersonate another comedian doing stand-up. He imp- he d- he did a joke by impersonating George W. Bush. Right. Like it. Yeah. He's like, doing an, an exaggerated impression. impression of a public figure. Right. The more yeah. so there are people have made like AI conversations between Obama and um, Trump playing like Minecraft. That is actually closer to Will Ferrell impersonating Bush, right? That is a parody. Yes. Right. It's making done. them into characters. They're clearly characters. Yeah. In like a right. sketch. For whether or not you yeah. like that, that's yeah. more. This is just, I don't, I think uh, my other theory is that a lot of these are just AI companies trying to get their name out there. Yes. Yeah. They're all, yes. they're all bidding mm-hmm. for like big government contracts to run like defense networks and shit. Right. Or like weird little, yeah, programming things, things mm-hmm. that aren't impersonating george fucking carlin it's sort of the way robot like robotics companies will put out oh the boston dynamic stuff and it's like yeah Yeah. we're gonna strap guns to these (laughs) right where they put out these videos of like oh look it's like a a dog it'll play fetch or you can help and it's like that's not what we're designing them for but we're getting our name out there (laughs) um so they don't care is ultimately they they don't care that people are like this is disgusting um because the point is to get their name out 
But then, like, that <laughs> then you look at people like Will Sasso and whoever else involved, and it's like, do you feel you good should that that's know what you are? Better, right? Right. You yeah. would expect a guy like Will, someone like Will Sasso, to know better. Yeah, it's it's like even worse that they're doing it to get their name out. Like like maybe yeah. there's some plausible moral argument for like we used AI to build more wonderful human of history, like a philosopher who brings us peace and joy. Like oh, okay, I guess you're right. trying to help or something. But if you're just like like puppeting the corpse of George Carlin to make your business bigger, is it's it's so many levels of bad. It's right. it's awful to me. I that's the uh, I think if you're less online and less like you're just casually reading about AI, maybe it just seems a lot less insidious. Or if you're not in a creative, like you know, like yeah. if someone has it on their phone and they're just playing with it, like it seems like it's fun. But like, again, these are other comedians who did this, and it's like surely you'd know, no one would find this appealing, right? Like, you'd think they'd yeah. know. I don't know. Um, and like Will Sasso, I have liked his work whenever I've seen it. It's mostly like sketch stuff and characters and stuff, but it, so it's also yeah. not relevant to making a George Carlin special. But but it's like I don't know. I'd rather he just made Will Sasso stuff. Right. Like, do that. He was good in that X Files episode. Yeah. That's, that's right. I don't. Oh, that's I why I'm like them. they that's must cool. have been given a lot of money to do this. Um, and for what I don't know, it just I yeah. don't know why. It's, I, just I think I, it's, 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 it's I think it's 100 percent what you said. That is what I yeah. suspect. I think so too. And then when you think about like why people like, I think, I think some of it is just like, yeah, the weird like Musk fanboys, Twitter people where it's like, they don't really represent the real world. They're just weirdos online. And then I think the rest of the people are like fairly casual. Like I've seen people in real life. Like when I went home for the holidays, like casually show me an AI thing. Like, isn't this cool? And it's, they're not very plugged in and it's like, yeah, it's cool until you keep looking at them and you realize they're all kind of the same and they're not that great. Like that's what it is to me is like, at first it does seem kind of cool. And then the more you look at it, the more you realize like, Oh, it's pretty limited. Like it's, it's, it's predictive text. Right. And like, like for example, Another trend I saw on the TikToks and on the Reddit was you tell you tell the AI to say like draw a picture of a pancake, make it more delicious, even more delicious, make it the most delicious thing, right? <laughs> and there's a bunch of those where it's like draw a picture of a bird, make it angrier, even more anger. And inevitably, when you say make it the most blankest thing ever, it makes the picture cosmic every time. Like it makes it space, <laughs> even if it's relevant or not, because that's the AI not understanding how to do this thing. And it keeps using the same tool every time to say like, well, this is make it like giant and cosmic. So it's clear that it's pulling from the same thing every wow. single time. So it's not true creativity. And you can tell just from watching these patterns of how it, you know. Do no, it's, it's limited things. to what it's cannibalized. Yeah, exactly. They just feed it other people's work and it cannibalizes from that. Right, and the first time yeah. you see that, you go, "Oh, that's really cool." But then once you realize that's the only thing it does over and over again, you're like, "Oh, okay, it's a trick. It's a neat trick." But now, I, um, now I am imagining they try to make this Carlin special, and he just ends up describing galaxies. So, or like it's yeah. like some weird like <laughs> yeah, right. web space Apparently, telescope write up. No jokes. Some indecipherable <laughs> rant. Yeah. yeah. 
just exoplanets and stuff. Uh, like apparently hit, there's like a... emphasizing the punchline when it's not the punchline, just like delivering yeah. it all wrong because it's a robot. <laughs> apparently he talks about how AI is good, the AI George Carlin in oh, his that. special. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Of that's all, that's like, definitely I don't know. something he would have said. This is a, that other, th- yeah, it's that other thing where it's like, there seems to be a, a ton of people on the internet who don't understand things like Rage Against the Machine or George Carlin or Green Day or Blazing Saddles. Like, right. you guys notice that too, where it's like, there's people who seem to have absorbed a completely different thing yep. and will yeah. say these. So, like, very people sur- are like, very yeah. Very surface level uh, interacting with the art. <laughs> Right. So, like, I wonder, was there someone who was like, no, the, this is great. George Carlin would love this. Like, I, I just. <laughs> right. It's so weird. Yeah, it's uh, really strange. It's like, how did you listen to any of this? And yeah. how could you not? What would. Like, if you're picturing what George Carlin would have said about AI and you've watched any of his comedy, I don't understand why the first thing you wouldn't think would be him saying oh we've gotten so lazy that we're making robots make our art for us now like we're, we can't even right. do that we can't even express ourselves now yeah yeah it would he, certainly be not this yeah it wouldn't not, be ai is great like what <laughs> or AI, yeah do absolutely resurrect me with ai yeah yeah it would either be apathy or hate there's absolutely yeah. no way he'd be like have you seen this thing right. like, I, I, I think i just did jay leto's voice too like like he would right. never be doing that about but also AI. i mean most importantly and i think you guys can agree who cares what he would have thinked he's dead right and that's why right. you don't resurrect him via ai because <laughs> it's like yeah. most of all it's like you can't put any words in their mouth they're dead they're dead it's a dead person well, it's um, also it's like an embarrassing display of your technology right because it's like they fed i tried my i built this impression by being examining all of his writing and his his delivery and all the thing all the ideas and topics he would write about and it's like and you came away with this right that's that that seems like your (laughs) your generating tool is not very precise or accurate Again, that that's like, the weird thing right. with AI where it's the disconnect. Like that South Park thing, whether or not it was done as a parody, there's tons <clears throat> of people sharing it being like, look how great this is. And it's like, are we watching the same thing? Like, <laughs> it's so weird when people are like, and nailed it. George Garland stand up. And it's like, it's one, such a huge swing to take. And it's like, presumably, right. if it's done in earnest, they're like, we want to show you how George, how AI could even do George Garland. And then it's so not him. And they have to like sit back and go, got it, did it. It's George Carlin. And it's like, no, you just made a case against your product completely. Yeah, if anything. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, it's fucking. That's so sorry. true that it's such a big swing too. Like, I hadn't thought about that, that there's been an evolution of comedy over time. And like, like start, start with a, a, a much more of a like protozoan comedian, <laughs> like, like, like weak one liners of the turn of the century or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, seriously, the, it's Picasso. like Elon Musk. It's like Elon Musk throwing, like throwing shit at the cyber truck and then it's smashing. Just like you, <laughs> nobody asked you to do that, Elon. And then you did it and it didn't work. So like you're, you just set yourself up to fail. It's that. It's yeah. him being like, yeah, it's a boat too. And it's like, don't, it's not a boat. It's but now people boat. are going to judge it as a boat too because you said that, you jackass. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Alien prequel? 
this isn't much of a headline. It's from, just that they're ignoring Prometheus and yeah, like, and like, I sort of get what he's saying. It's it's from Noah Hawley who made the um, Fargo series. Yeah. Um. So I'm still interested in the idea of him doing an Alien series, but also I don't. We've talked oh, about it a lot, like this how is, we wait, don't care about the, the lore. This is different than the Alien prequel, isn't it? I think Alien so, yeah. Romulus. Sorry, I was thinking of Alien Romulus, which is taking place between Alien and Aliens. So this is an Alien series. Yeah. Alien and Romulus? There's so much Alien, man. There's way too much up. Alien. Come on, guys. Al- so Alien Romulus, <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to say this because I love Alien, but there's too much Alien right now, and I would not do an Alien series. I don't think that's... I'm anyone really read. interested in this person doing an alien series. Yeah. That's like um, the, one of the only things that could get me that would make me interested in an alien series would be getting somebody like this. Cause I had the same kind of reaction to a Fargo series. I was like, why? Yeah, that's very true. Oh, true. I'm just, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, what's his name? Alvarez doing alien Romulus who did, you know, um, Oh, uh, the evil dead remake, evil dead remake. Um, and don't breathe. And, and don't breathe and like they're a good director and so i'm like that feels more alien to me but yeah. yeah you're right it's like this could be very good um but yeah i don't know yeah. why they would i guess well what he explains in the in the quote in the variety articles he's like he basically said the idea that it's like an ancient thing is way more appealing to him than something that was engineered relatively recently as a bioweapon, which is what Prometheus okay. and Alien Covenant sort of don't sort of suggest. It's absolutely what they say. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still... My problem is that I don't need any alien lore. Like, it sounds like he's going to do his own lore about it as, like, an ancient thing. And I feel like the secret to Alien was always, we don't know. We don't know what these things yeah, are. Yeah, I would hope that they could somehow capture the spookiness and the eeriness of the crashed spaceship in the first movie. Right. And sort because... of tease that as the, I guess, the because of the lore of it, because it, without ever fully explaining everything, because it would be impossible to explain. We're at the far reaches of space, right? Who are we going to ask? Right. And <laughs> what I'm worried about then is like... What, what are you going to make a TV show about? That's true. Like, yeah. That's What's the, the show? Thing. Yeah. Timmy the Olafant's yeah. in it, though. Yes. <laughs> Good old Olafant. I hope he's just, just playing his character like... from Justified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just feels One like. One of the aliens uh... takes his hat. Like, oh no, my hat. <laughs> <laughs> he gets very grizzled and, and gritty about it. Yeah. <laughs> but Alien has always just worked best as a slasher monster movie yeah um, when they don't explain too much like aliens yeah. is a great movie but that's kind of the limit of what we need in terms of explaining the aliens just like basically how they function right i think the right so the question of course is like how do you continue that right it, first of all you don't what who says you have to but if you look at the first four alien films what they did was they followed sigourney weaver and they followed Waylon yutani's efforts to harness the aliens right and they went into the lore there they went into the lore of this corporation they never went Mm. into the lore of where do the aliens come from how do they work anything like that 
And I think that's the right direction to go. Yeah. Um, kind of the same way if you look at any slasher movie, like the Jason movies, uh, it's the lore is this continuation, this spiral of like, how do we deal with Jason? Let's, let's put him in Fair space. Question. Let's freeze him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's a real so problem. Like, so I just don't think origin is the right direction for aliens. Hmm. Um, but anything's possible, right? I like spooky space. I like yeah. like derelict space. There's something that appeals to me in terms, it just as a horror fan, like that those kinds of ideas. And we don't get to see those movies terribly often. Um, so I'm hoping because he seems to be really vibing on the first alien specifically. I'm hoping it's like that tone. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Fargo's really good. It's a good show. So hold, good. I'm, 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 that's, that's what's got me at least I'll watch at least one episode of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he was also supposed to make a like mini series out of the Kurt Vonnegut book, cat's cradle. And then I think like business stuff not related to him tanked it. But so whenever I see his uh, name and other stories like this, I'm like, yep, that's definitely not happening. Right. Like he's busy. Well, yeah, it's still <laughs> really rather do this story. <laughs> it's still in pre-production. You never know. Like he might, it might just be tabled and then he'll come back to it. Oh, that'd be you nice. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you never know. Whenever you th- hear about these things getting made, there'll be shit that like it's table for 10 years and then they come back to it, you know? Um, yeah, so yeah. that does sound like something I'm more excited for a cat's cradle series with Noah Hawley, but yeah, I don't know. Worst, worst case scenario with aliens is it's not good. And right. That's okay. Most of aliens <laughs> is not good. Yeah. We get plenty of aliens. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's not It can't hurt me. Yeah. Uh, Unlike the titular alien. Exactly. Who can hurt me. Uh, it's like an alien just comes and tells you not very good ideas for stories. Right. Like, oh, it's yeah. really telling me ways to sabotage right. myself. <laughs> you don't need to pay that bill on dime. You're right. Thanks, alien. Uh, I Put want your that. feet up. Take it easy. Fucking Paul Dana's voice. <laughs> but thanks yeah, for dripping just... on the couch sat on the couch with you oh jeez oh, alien over the couch <laughs> that's how they re- reinvigorate the series they make the aliens start talking <laughs> <laughs> what would they say tune in <laughs> Ripley, hi! Is it funny <laughs> voice they can just a bunch of, yeah, is it the doofiest voice? <laughs> wow! A while, you know? <laughs> Why are out the way in space? Uh, <laughs> you guys want to talk about Polly Shore? Sure. <laughs> there was, this was like a meme, Polly Shore. People were saying he should play Richard Simmons. Yeah, and then he and started then, lobbying for it. Right, and this is a short film. So he's playing Richard Simmons in a biopic, which feels that feels like that feels like a lie because I it's it's a it's called The Court Jester. It is it is premiering I think it's premiering somewhere like substantial as a short uh, film at uh, Sundance. It's premiering at Sundance and then it's just going up <laughs> on YouTube. So it like 
like it's one of those things where it's like is this like a secret doritos commercial like if it if it weren't (laughs) if it weren't going on sundance i would assume it is because it feels like he lobbied for this and then someone threw it together and made a short film and it feels like they want to make they're going to want to make a longer one right yeah it feels like this is almost proof of concept yeah um i don't know man what do you guys think I I feel no connection to Polly Shore stuff. I think I just haven't seen any of his movies or anything. Like I always right. hear about Polly Shore and there's like uh legends around the comedy store in Los Angeles about him and his mom or something. But <laughs> For sure, I, yeah. It's just a name that passes through my internet desk and I'm like, eh, all right. <laughs> Polly Shore also did not apparently very publicly said I do not give people I didn't give anybody permission for this. Um, I'm Richard Simmons, quiet... you mean? Richard Simmons, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm living a quiet life. Um, yeah, I don't have. I don't want to. So it just seems like, at best, it'll be like kind of a a a decent short film. At worst, it'll be like just making fun of. Yeah, really short. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I I yeah. get weird about. It's like when that uh, video went viral of that guy doing a Robin Williams impression, but he was doing Robin Williams learning that John Belushi was dead. And that that like Jesus. video went viral, and it was all these people, like, the people, and, like people were like tagging his uh, Zelda Williams in it to be like, look, this looks like, it's, it's, and then pushing for like they should make a biopic about Robin Williams and cast this guy. It's like, well, I get, I'm getting, I don't like the idea of like we should cast this person just because they look like the real life person or they act right. behave like the real life person, like that god awful Steve Jobs movie that Ashton Kutcher made just because he yeah. looks like Steve Jobs. <laughs> Yeah, that was a film. We saw that film. Yeah, we we sure did. (laughs) It's not it's not the same thing, but it makes me think of the George Carlin AI thing, where it's like, why are we doing this? Is it in good faith or bad faith? Um, Is it just just because Holly Shore Shore kind of looks like Richard Simmons? Right, (laughs) and is it just going to be him doing an impression of him? Did anybody actually like? Again, no one's talking to Richard Simmons, so it's like, is this really a biopic? Like that doesn't sound like it is. Uh, they actually talked to Richard Simmons about it, so it's just going to be like from the outside looking in. Is it based off a book? It mm. it just feels like a little icky from this so far. Um, yeah, they have time to prove me wrong, but you know, yeah, I just don't know why I mean, we're doing this. I don't think it's necessarily off limits if the no, person doesn't but, give their doesn't like okay the project because like like he is a public figure sure. so he's definitely a legitimate subject for a film whether or not right, you have his permission but it does it doesn't doesn't sit quite right if you no, don't have like real, his blessing and it's clear that they started from these two people look alike let's figure something yeah out. so and, it's and, like and did for, they even have a good story to tell you right, know like, and, and like like and for a subject like R- richard simmons specifically who is like this figure that has like such goodwill around him like yeah. people like richard simmons generally yeah. um so it's even it's an even it would be like doing a mr rogers movie with and mr rogers being like this while he was still alive and him being like this fucking sucks i didn't say they could make this about me right kind of like it's like it doesn't yeah. mean you can't make the movie but it does raise his eyebrows for this particular yeah subject. it doesn't make people be on your side like Not really uh, presumably you want <laughs> yeah. richard simmons fans yeah, and it's all of that, and then the second 
weird layer of it feels like it's a project about how weird Polly Shore is. Right. Like it, there's like a That's meta co- cognitive thing of like you're really watching a, a not even a movie like a demo of isn't Polly Shore weird? Like here he is doing this. Whoa. Right. Like that's kind of gross too. That. Yeah, that yeah. is gross. I hadn't even thought of that. But yeah. wait, maybe this whole thing's just gross. <laughs> Shut it down, everybody. We should Shut stop making down. movies. We should stop making movies. It was a mistake. Yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 yeah. I'm realizing I've been doing a lot of moral outrage in the stories section. Sorry, everybody. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a, 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 a Grand Torino Clint Eastwood type figure yelling at the world about all these different things. <laughs> Maybe that's he not is. the right uh, person to pull for that. Oh, when I look at you, know you I mean. I'm like, that's Grand Torino's well, Clint Eastwood right there. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were. That's what we always called you. <laughs> Old Grand Torino. Grand Torino oh, Schmidt. Film. Remember that film? Boy, do I. No, yeah, you guys. Can, you guys can't see. Alex is sitting on a very high horse. Yeah. <laughs> and wearing very high pants. They're up to like yeah. uh, the the pectoral area. It makes the whole thing look even more impressive, even taller. <laughs> we mainly just see his knees on the Zoom call. Uh, let's thank some more producers, let's shall we? Let's do it. We? Yeah, let's do it. Big old thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Mongolian Throat Skanking. Thank you. Thank you to Mr. Tell Your Wife how many Patreon subscriptions you have before you agree to buy a house. Thank, thank you. you. They get a musical guest, the Ludacrismas Children's Choir. Thank, Thank you. you. They get a No One Can Hear You Screaming Space McNulty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. <laughs> Thank you to Pete for Pago. Thank you so much. They get a Numenol Ultra Microscopic Silicon Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishment Terrianism Jones. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Uh, but are they orphans? Mm. Uh, let me swoop in here. <laughs> Thank you to Sorry Cop, World's Most Laughable Centrist. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron, what patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny, says the strikes may be over, but egg David Zaslav for fun and profit. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Chucks. Tucks. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Why Don't You Take a Flying Fuck at the Moon. Thank you very much. And thank you to your mom. Thanks. Dave, here we are at the end of things, at the end of all things. I am pooped. At At the nexus point of the universe. Yeah. Um, so if you have a movie that deserves more hype, now's the time. Okay. <laughs> I do. Oh, what luck! <laughs> uh, this movie is going to Sundance, which I don't normally do this because I realize now like there's no release date on this, and in fact, it might take like a year for people to see this. Uh, this is Veni Vidi Vici, which is um some sort of language for what is it like we came, came we, we saw, saw we conquered conquered yeah yeah, yeah. Um, julius caesar yeah yeah that's the guy that's the one um this feels very similar to a movie like triangle of sadness it is a satire on uh very rich people it follows a super rich i believe group or family as this guy basically pushes to see what he can get away with being as rich as he is um and that inevitably leads to him hunting people from sport, 
but like in a very public way it seems like like not on an island i think he's just doing it on the street (laughs) from what i can tell from this trailer which is kind of i like that twist because we've seen the hunting people for sport um yeah yeah he's just kind of dc snipering it yeah he's just kind of being a overt maniac and i enjoy that idea of like a rich person just seeing like yeah what can i do in society um it's very on the nose when it comes to what it's trying to say but i would argue so is triangle of sadness and that was a good movie so it's kind of like this is about execution and not message but i there's no reviews there's really not much else to say about it there's a trailer um that you could watch it's going to sun dance so we'll probably start hearing about it it's kind of a leap of faith because for all i know this is a piece of shit but it looks compelling (laughs) from the trailer what do you guys think yeah, and uh, it's foreign language. I think they were speaking German. I couldn't. It's German. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a German film. That's important. Um, I, think, I think it looks interesting. Yeah, I, I, I thought of Triangle of Sadness as well, which I also liked a lot. Yeah. Um, and that movie, like you said, was pretty. You know, it wasn't super deep, but they did keep adding uh, twists and other elements to it uh, to sort of just you know keep hitting the theme in interesting ways. So hopefully this right. movie will do a similar thing. Cause it does look like a, like, you know, it looks like a dark comedy, like triangle of sadness. Like it looks like it'll probably be genuinely funny in some spots as well as, you know, being, I mean, it's a satire. Uh, yeah. It's probably pretty violent at times, but it's, it's yeah. Satire as you're saying. Yeah. Um, um I'll, <laughs> depending on when this comes out, like you said, it may come out like next February. So I may not yeah. remember this film exists. I'm sure we'll get more. But it was a decent trailer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this could, this could blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we've, we've, we've called our shots before. I think I'm pretty sure Anatomy of a Fall was more hype. Was it? Oh. It was definitely, Maybe. we definitely, we definitely covered it very early. And so, like, I'm always looking at things like this and going, like, this is either going to disappear or this will be, like, up for an Oscar in a year. Who knows? Um, so it's worth yeah. pointing out. I and, and I agree. The premise has a lot of potential. Like, just going ahead and doing a movie where the rich guy just starts killing people in public instead of in secret. Right. And humorously and darkly exploring what that means. That's a really good idea. For it's a, a good idea. Yeah, and a little, I think little American still... Psycho to it as well with that. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Huh. I wonder, it's funny because it's one of those premises that I'm like, are we going to get sick of this at some point? <laughs> You're right. American Psycho is also very much that. And it's very much there's... I think we could because it could... I mean, it's it could a very Infinity easy... Pool as well. I still haven't seen Infinity it. Pool, but what I was thinking is it, it very... I think we could get sick of it because I think I agree with what you were saying. A lot of this depends on execution. Because like yeah. this could very easily become like don't look up. Yeah, it's exactly. like yes, we know rich like, people uh, get away with anything. They get away with literal murder a lot of the time. Right, we get it, we get it, and it feels like they're just throwing that to the crowd because they know the crowd loves it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but there are creative ways. Yeah, I, 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 I'm wondering it because it's like yeah, we've been doing this since like for like 20 years or more like there are stories about this so it's like we clearly don't get that sick of it it's just about finding new ways yeah infinity pool yeah and Inf- tom you should watch infinity pool it's very much about the idea that if you're rich there's no such thing as like a crime basically like you know um <laughs> it's it's very similar um less on the nose than this but yeah uh people should check this out 
it looks interesting. Hopefully there'll be more to say about it in the future. Yeah. But that's all I got. Cool. I might be Well, mad. um I think that's a sewed. Woo. Woo. We've <laughs> done it. Woo. We've done oh, it. That's that 2024 energy. Woo. The polite woos. Everybody close your eyes and just go woo. woo. Very polite. Don't woo. don't wake don't wake the kids. Don't wake the, the cat the cats. Yeah. Polite ghost. <laughs> Very woo. polite. A politely enthusiastic ghost. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like, like one member on. of a little choir, you know? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. You're cheering on like a football team made up of ants, you know? Like, wake, <laughs> woo. Oh, little guys. You guys are doing so well. I don't want to scare you. I don't want to be too loud. <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Al- always, always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Would you like to plug some stuff once more at the end here? Uh, yeah, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating Podcast. And then uh, Alex Schmidt's Instagram on Instagram and Alex Schmidt on TikTok for fun videos. Check it out. Uh, I'll plug our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y. Unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek Next Futurama, Spielboys. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. We're going to watch Orphan Horse yes. one of these nights. And so, so Air Force involved. One down. Yeah. So be, yeah. be there when be it happens. Yeah, you're going to want to be there. You want to be in the room. In the room where you it happens. Miss. That's, that's history. We also have a store at gamefullyunemployed.com. We have a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, posters, stickers, all sorts of things. So check that out. Slap your orphan horse peepers onto that. (laughs) Your OHs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Get them OHs on there. Yeah. All right. uh, Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.